material? Have you had enough of playing smaller than you were designed to? Of taking five steps forward and six steps back, feeling like you're self-sabotaging, stuck and frustrated when it comes to growing your business and your finances? Do you want to go from feeling limited in your ability to make choices on how you want to live your life to walking in both the time and monetary freedom that will allow you to invest your presence where it matters most to you? If that's you, you're in the right place. Welcome to Kingdom Women Making Millions, where by showcasing inspiring stories of kingdom women who have paved the way in making millions, changing lives, and transforming their family's legacy, I'm on a mission to inspire, uplift, and empower women just like you to overcome every limitation in between you and the life of your dreams so you too can make millions, impact lives, transform your family's legacy, and advance the kingdom of heaven exactly as your good, good father always designed you to. It's time to step into your greatness. ladies who are with us and they're hearing everything you're sharing, but there's still something in them that they're unsure or hesitant about their ability to become the person that they dream of and they see inside their heart that God's been putting there. Would you just speak to them? Yeah, for sure. I just want to remind you first that it's not about us. You know, I have to tell myself that all the time. It's not about me. It's not about me. It's not about me. I'm a conduit. I'm a vessel. I am being used what and how and you know for who like that's up to God and my only job is to say yes and to do what he's calling me to do and so when you really look at it like that and you start to see the things that you're changing the people that you're helping the people watching that you don't even realize are watching that will randomly out of nowhere send you a message and say like oh my gosh you said this or you shared this or when you did that and I always stop and reflect on that. I'm like, can you imagine if I would have said no? Can you imagine if I would have been scared? Can you imagine if I would have stayed who I was five years ago? All of those people and all of those things that I've done to impact people. And it's, it, it's nothing compared to what I want to do and where I'm going, but even on a small scale. And that's the other thing I'll say to women. It doesn't have to be like all or nothing. You know, It can be that you've impacted the people in your neighborhood in your small community, in your church, or it could very well be. And I do believe that God has, you know, we have a moral obligation and God has called us to not limit anything that he wants us to do or that he has for us and play small. Because a lot of times that's self-serving and selfish and really based out of fears. But I also don't want anyone to feel like shame or guilt if they're, they are playing on a small level. Because I know a lot of women who play on a small level, but are playing really strong and solid and amazing and showing up really, really hard for their community. And I think that's, you know, incredible. Um, but whether it's on a small level or a huge, you know, scale, millions of people, um, it's not about us. You know, the amount of money you make, the things that you do, the, thing, the, the businesses you create, the organizations that you create, whatever you do, it's always about the people on the other side. So there are people that need you, that need your story, that need your gifts, that you and I, okay, anybody that's listening to this, right? I could be sitting right next to somebody, you and I, Sophia, you and I could say the same exact thing. And there are people that it'll penetrate their hearts deeply when you say it. And they're like, totally cool when I say it. <laughs> so even if it sounds like what we're saying are the same, 
it needs to come out of your mouth and more people need to hear it. And there are stories. I know so many women who have such powerful stories. And I always say like, why aren't you sharing this with the world? They need what you're saying. They need to hear what you've been through so that when they go through it or they are already in it, they have hope, right? Um, so the other thing I want to say is like, anything can be overcome. I think we've kind of alluded to that and everything that we've talked about, anything can be overcome. Anything can be learned. You can change anything that you don't love about your situation or about yourself always, um, anything in your life, right? No one is coming to do it for you. That's like the hardest truth I had to accept. <laughs> no one's coming to rescue me. I actually have to do this on my own. Um, no one's going to come press play. No one's going to open the book and put it in my face. No one's going to lift the weights for me. No one's going to choose the salad over the bread, like nobody. And so, you know, even that just immediately breaking free from that victim mindset is so huge and so beneficial to us. Um, because it's so easy to get in that cycle of blaming other people or blaming other things. And so if we just take full responsibility in every way, always choosing to be the one to make the, the change um, and knowing that anything can be changed. Um, only Jesus can rescue you, right? He's the only one. And even he, <laughs> our savior, who wants nothing else than an amazing abundant life for us, requires our action, right? We can only believe so much faith without works is dead because we have to take action on the things that he puts on our heart and on the things that we say we believe. Um, and he requires your yes and your commitment to move forward and to push past the difficulty. That's so powerful. Melissa, what would you say to the women who are hearing this? And when they hear, you know, their lives have been so much about others that when they hear you say it's not about you, they've sort of like it triggered something where they take themselves out of the picture. It, does that make sense? I felt like that was coming up to me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so I was there, right? I lived four years straight <laughs> where you're right. It's not about me ever. And I would like for it to be about me sometimes. <laughs> hey, I'm in the house of boys. So sometimes it still kind of feels like that in some ways. <laughs> I'm like, Hey guys, mom over here, like, like needs some like female <laughs> estrogen things, <laughs> please. <laughs> Can we not talk about farts or burps or like gross things for a minute? Someone come with me to do my nails. I don't know. Like I need some girls in my life. But, um, so yes, I get that. And what I will say to that is I don't mean it's not about you because it really is all about you. But the other side, the fruit, the growth, what comes, the, the, the impact yeah. is about the other people waiting on the other side. Even your husband, your children, the people in your community, because what they're going to start to experience is they're, they're going to have a, a you know, I, I've seen it, at least I'll speak for my home and my family, my boys, my husband, um, my husband and I, like, he just had such a, um, I can tell, like, he's just like, um, we have deeper conversations about things. I feel like he's even like more attracted to me in a way. Like he's just like excited about building and creating and growing. And when I start talking like about like strategy and, and money and, and marketing things, like, I think it's so sexy to him. He's like, yeah, girl, like, let's do this. I love this, you know? And he's seeing me come alive. And, and he said something to me one time, he said, um, 
He said, more importantly, more important than the money that you're bringing in is the woman that you're becoming. And he hugged me and kissed me and loved on me. And I was like, this is amazing. And so, um, you know, that's what I mean about it's not about us. It, it becomes very much about us because, you know, I, I, I can now like take time to pamper myself and go to the spa and go get my nails done and my hair done and buy myself pretty clothes. And honestly, that's a big thing I want to see for women. I think between going all in on um, stay-at-home momness and, you know, the 2020 era, <laughs> the pandemic, I think we, we there's a lot of us that got into this, like, let's just be in like bun up t-shirt and, and leggings. I don't need to look good. I don't need to feel good. It's all about the kids. I just eat leftover noodles and, you know, goldfish, like, and, and it just goes back to like being the greatest version of yourself and being fully alive. And that's probably not her for 90% of women or 99 even, right? Or let's just say all women, that's probably not her. Um, but, but we think that that's what we need to be in that season. And I, and I don't believe that. So, you know, it has become about me in a lot of ways. Cause I, you know, I, I've come alive. I get to like do things for myself that I wasn't doing before and take time for myself. And, and when I say it's not about you in the sense of the other people, all of the people that I've impacted along the way, and I'm, and I'm just getting started. And so I think of those, those faces of the women and the families and the change that we want to see and the, you know, housing that we want to create and the people we want to get off the streets and, you know, like all of those things, like those are the people that I'm talking about that are waiting for us when you pursue becoming the greatest version of yourself. Love it. And that is how God's glory is displayed, isn't it? As you coming fully alive and you impact the people you were born to because you were willing to overcome the fear, the doubt, whatever the enemy was throwing up against you for you to step into that. And that's radiating his glory. So powerful. Melissa, I know that building a lasting legacy is incredibly important to you as a kingdom woman making millions. Would you share with us, how do you prioritize leaving a powerful impact on your children and your future generations, ensuring that your success extends beyond your lifetime? Yeah, I think one of the most important things for Jonathan and I, um, and I, and I think this is so important is for women specifically too, is like, we have a nurturing ability in us that God gave us very specifically. And I feel like we also have a gift in how we, um, through that nurturing gift, how we share information, how we teach the next generation. So I think one of the big, um, you know, aspects of legacy is to teach the next generation. And so like, I look at my life specifically, right? I want my boys to understand business growth, impact, um, money as a tool, radical generosity, um, how to generate wealth, how to multiply wealth, how to market. I want them to know all of those things, right? And so for me, it wasn't serving my family um, where I could only like nurture them on certain things in the home, but I couldn't really speak on those things because I was doing them. Right. So that was like, a, like Jonathan could speak into those things and like, I knew them and I could talk about them, but I wasn't doing them. Right. And so now I feel like that I am immersed in doing them. I could just like really impart that wisdom and show them and teach them from an experiential place that like I couldn't do before. And I think that that is, you know, 
our kids, future generations, they need to hear that not just from men. They need to hear that from women too. And they need to see their mom also doing it. Um, and, and if nothing else, right, again, going back to that woman who this is their calling and then they are fully alive and fully happy, just make sure that um, you're still talking to your husband about all of the things that he's doing and building and creating so that you can show unity and be one and then both come to your children um, with that information and that, you know, those teachings. So teaching the next generation, I think is huge. A lot of the things um, that, that this generation, right? So what we are trying to create and build and almost revive, right? The revival that our hearts are pursuing and people being saved and set free and delivered and also generating wealth. It's almost like we're having to reinvent or teach again because previous generations didn't, right? It kind of got lost in the lack of passing on of information, which if you think of like the Jewish community culture, they do that really, really well, right? They pass on the information, they teach about money and all those things very young. And so that is something I have on my heart tremendously is to really teach and empower and encourage the younger generation on how to do what we're doing so that if they lost everything, they could recreate it themselves. Um, and then the other thing is to document the journey and the lessons learned. Um, I think it's really important. Like I talk to my kids all the time about my past and my struggles and all the lessons I learned and where, when I was lost and how I did things wrong. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of us don't have that, those conversations often enough. Um, we're afraid to like let our kids into that. And I think that's, you know, the, the best thing we could do is like tell them everything. And I'm not just saying your children, I'm talking about like the younger generation, younger kids in your church, in your community, anywhere that you go. Um, I think that's a really big part of, um, you know, legacy. Um, <clears throat> and then focus on solutions. This is another big thing on my heart is really focusing on solutions to problems and creating strategies and systems and blueprints that are different and that are like long lasting, you know? So taking something that isn't functioning properly or well, and like, how can we make it better? Um, and not really accepting like, oh, well, this is how it's always been done. Well, that doesn't mean anything. We can, we can do it differently. <laughs> um, and so just really focusing on that um, and just being having the heart of a reformer, you know, how can we reform things so that when the revival takes place, we can sustain it and keep it going. Um, and then, you know, view everything with, a king, with kingdom eyes and set out to just make a lasting impact. Um, you know, not just, I love saying all the time, like, don't look at anything as transactional. You know, every single thing that you do is relational. It's, um, you know, everybody can win. Um, and you never have to be trying to get anything from anyone at any moment when you're just constantly in a posture of how can I serve? How can I give? What can I do for you? Um, and you know, when I made that mindset shift of, of making nothing transactional and always pursuing relationship and connection above all it, my life truly did start to change after that. Um, cause before that I was doing it without even realizing I was doing it. Um, and now it's like not even an option for my mind to, to think that way. <clears throat> so powerful. I love it. And like Zig Ziglar said, right. If you help ever, if you can help enough people win in life and get what they want you will win in life and get what you want. 
I love that. It's such a powerful key. Right. Yeah. Come on. Sure. Melissa, what kind of, what's your number one key to pursuing constant growth as an entrepreneur while investing daily in your kids as a mother? Yeah, I love this question. Um, you know, because it's so easy to kind of get like really focused on work, you know, like building, creating, doing, checking things off the list, you know, being productive. Um, but I think that, again, everything in the kingdom is backwards and upside down. So sometimes we think like, oh my gosh, if I spend like this much time with my kids, I'm going to lose this much time of productivity and then my day. And then it's like, I've learned that it's, it's never that way. Right. So one of the things I do is, um, I'm very, we as a family are very intentional about putting our family time first, right? So we give our first of every single day to the Lord. Um, that is just like the most important thing, um, for our family, for our lives, for our businesses is that secret place. First thing in the morning, no matter what every day, um, spend time with the Lord. And then the second thing we do is we give our time to our family. So we have no phones. We are intentional about pouring into each child, nurturing their hearts. We pray together. We laugh together. We talk about things together. We dream together. And um, you know that's something we do every single day. So first thing in the morning, our children's cups are full. Um, and that doesn't mean that they don't want more because they always do. <laughs> um, but you know we, we make a priority to do that. And then throughout the day, you know, just being really intentional on one, you know, setting boundaries. I, I'm not sure we mentioned this, but I homeschooled my children. So I have all three boys all the time. Um, and we do have some help coming in and out here and there, but you know, the majority of the time I'm with them. And even in throughout the day, as we're, you know, busy and working, we are intentional about taking time throughout the day. Like, okay, we're going to have lunch together. And so we put away our phones, no work. We're looking at each other. We're having conversations. Um, and then, okay, you know, mommy, daddy, you're going to get back to doing this or doing that. And, and we bring them in, we bring them along, we bring them in with us. And sometimes it's really hard. And sometimes I'm like, how, how am I going to do anything else? This is impossible. My goodness. I'm like, no, no, I can do this. It's okay. You know, and we just kind of bring it back and, you know, bring them in like, Hey, this is what I'm working on. This is what I'm doing. Um, or sometimes it's mommy needs a minute. You guys do this while I do this. And when I'm done, you will have my full attention again. Um, and so just, you know, really kind of setting boundaries and, and, and really, I think it's important too to always bring them in on the dreams and the visions and the goals so that they see what you're working towards and they don't see work as a negative thing. I love that. Yes. I love that when you shared that last time I had an interview and you shared how, what you guys are doing to make sure that work is not a negative thing. Would you like to go a little bit into that? <clears throat> yeah so it used to be you know our kids used to kind of get frustrated like oh you're always working or you have to do this you have to do that and so we're just really intentional about having conversations with them like hey you know us going to London for 12 days in the middle of the school year um, and taking you guys with us like doing that as a family that requires funds <laughs> funds are produced <laughs> by working and you know not always time for money and especially that London trip we had investments that we're actually paying for our trip which is so cool but we tell them like that even took work to build and to get to and so you know also like we work from home the majority of the time so we remind our children that you know they have us around way more than the majority of parents um, or, or children do 
And so, um, you know, just really having conversations, like we're not just like trying to stay busy or like going to work for somebody else. We are building, we're creating, um, and we're, we're impacting people. And so like what we're doing is, is like, it's important. It's, it's, it's rich. It's, um, it's for a reason. And we remind them we're doing this also very much for you guys and for what it's going to create for you and your future spouses and your future children. Like that's why we're doing this today. And so when you are all married and we're all able to go together to Greece for two weeks and like build an orphanage if we want to, or like fund, you know, ending human trafficking that's there. Like when we do big things like that, that are massive, it's because of what we're building now. And so, you know, just bringing them into those conversations and that can be had at a very young age, um, all, you know, throughout their entire life until they get it. <laughs> That's so good. I love it. Would you like to share with each person? I know that you and Jonathan are working on something called Kingdom Real Estate Network. All right. Would you like to share a little bit about that with the women who are listening to us here? Yeah, I would love to. So I mentioned earlier that what started me all in to like return to entrepreneurship and, and working full-time after selling our gym in Florida. Um, <clears throat> what That was network marketing, but we also owned a real estate firm. And, you know, we talked about how I believe that God is calling families to do things together. Um, the, the reason that I, one of the things that we've just walked through is, you know, the Lord kept kind of like bringing me home. I call it like he kept bringing me home because I was, um, I've been in the health and fitness industry for, for many, many years. And I love talking about health. I love talking about freedom and health. I love talking about, you know, weight loss and fitness and, and all those things. I did it for um, 12 years. And so that was kind of what I was building and working on through my network marketing, through my own health coaching and stuff. And the craziest things kept happening were like, I'd have a babysitter and she would quit or she would not show up or, you know, it's like, I kept like trying to like leave the house to get work done and like kept having to come back. And I mean, I'm with my kids the majority of the time, but sometimes it was just like two hours or three hours a day, you know, and that's where I would get all my work done. And, um, not too long ago, you know, that kept happening over and over. So I just cried out to God one night and I said, Lord, if you want me to stop all of it, you know, again, this is where like being really fully surrendered is so important because as much as I'm sit sitting here telling you like, go all in, you can do both. I'm also 100% surrendered to the Lord. And that's really the best advice I could give any woman listening. Don't do what I say. Don't do what Sophia says. Do what the Holy Spirit tells you. Do what the Lord says. And when he does know that you can. And so always being surrendered to him, always doing everything with him, always asking the Holy Spirit. And that's what I did. I cried out to God. I'll never forget in the shower. I was literally crying. And I said, I will do whatever you want me to do. What do you want me to do? Do you want me to just quit everything and, you know, go back to being home with my kids full time? Because you keep, you keep bringing me back here. You know, what is it that you want me to do? I'll do anything, Lord. I'll, I'll surrender it all to you. You can have every bit of it. And then I just started thanking him. Thank you for everything you've allowed me to do. Thank you for my children. Thank you for our businesses. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And gosh, Sophia, that night I was laying in bed. The Lord clearly said to me, first of all, he downloaded a website into my spirit. Like 
very clearly, which is so cool when he does things. But I just want to highlight, it started with surrender and it started with praise and it started with gratitude, right? My heart was in a place of full surrender. And he said to me, I'm bringing you back home. And I was like, I know, <laughs> I have felt that. Why? And he said, I want you to focus on what you've had in your hands all this time. And he gave me a picture of my husband sitting at his desk. And I was like, okay, like I, I understand this is our business. You've given this to us. Thank you. It's so amazing. We love our real estate firm. And he's like, no, I want you to do it with him all in all the time as a team. And, I was like, <laughs> and why I was so reluctant is because I was like the Lord, but my health and my fitness and my coaching and my, you know, my network marketing and all this. And he's like, this is what I want you to do. And I honestly, I'll be hundred percent transparent because I love transparency and authenticity and keep, keeping it real. And I feel like I can all speak to somebody. I literally said to him, but Lord, I don't like realtors <laughs> and I don't like the real estate industry. I've been a realtor since I was 18. I've been in the real estate industry since I was 16. I can't stand them and I can't stand the industry and, and the way that they do things and the incompetency and the arrogance. And he said, of course he said, exactly. That is why I want you to get in because you and Jonathan are going to be a part of changing it. And you're going to show people what's possible and you're going to lead them, teach them, empower them, guide them. And, um, and, and don't get me wrong. I know a lot of realtors that are amazing and do it beautifully and kingdom and in excellence. But unfortunately for an industry of that, of, of the nature of the industry, what you're doing and what you're getting compensated, there aren't enough people doing it the right way. And so that birthed Jonathan and I working together as a team and building and um, creating Kingdom Real Estate Network. Because what we want to do is we want to, and this, this kind of came from, I was in a, um, after that yes to the Lord, because of course I said yes, right? And then when I said yes, what did I do? I went to Jonathan, of course. And I'm like, all right, if he's in, <laughs> then I know it's confirmation. And sure enough, he was excited. And again, having these conversations with your husband, when you think like, he's not going to care. We don't need to talk about this, whatever. He was like, it, it just started like growing and, and breathing life. And you just felt the Lord on it, you know? Um, and so I was in a, a, a class, a real estate, um, you know, you have to take your continuing education classes. So I was in a continuing education class and um, the class was on ethics. And I'm like, why are we having this class on things that you shouldn't even think about doing or not doing? But the class is created because of the problems that have been brought to the attention or realtors have gotten in trouble for. And so these are like real things that people actually do in real estate, in the industry. And so anyways, out of that Kingdom Real Estate Network was birthed because our heart is to really and truly do real estate the kingdom way with a super high level of servitude, excellence, um, competency, um, joy, and appreciation for clients and for other agents in the industry, um, you know, setting a standard of, of kingdom business in the real estate industry. And we want to teach other realtors how to do things that way. When certain situations come up, what's like the immediate go-to because you are a kingdom realtor. Um, and also um, create systems and trainings and courses 
And really, I think that my favorite part is just the community that we're going to create of real iron sharpening iron and, um, you know, leading people and reminding them, like, how can we do every single aspect of the transaction in a way that would honor the Lord and glorify him and look like Jesus would do it? You know what I mean? Like just really beautiful and really excellent and really fun. Um, and, and, um, and so we want to create a network for real estate agents. We also want to create a network simultaneously or parallel of buyers and sellers. So people in the country that are wanting to buy and sell, of course, you want to work with this person that's in this kingdom real estate network, right? Like, would you want to buy your house with anybody else other than somebody that's doing them that way? No. And so that is how we'll create, you know, where these buyers and sellers come in. We're also giving them information on how to buy and sell, on what to do, on what to look for and how to prepare for it and, you know, who you need to work with. And, um, and so that way, the realtors that are in this network will be able to work with these buyers and sellers. And these buyers and sellers will in turn be served by the right people. Um, so it's a win-win for everybody. And at the same time, we're creating community of let's change the industry. Let's change the culture. Let's make this the standard um, so that we don't have to have silly code of ethics classes. <laughs> um, at That's least not cool. for our people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that is, um, that is being birthed as we speak. And um, it's, it's super exciting. You can already go to the website and like, you know, sign up to start receiving the information and stay in the know and stay in the loop on what we're doing. But yeah, it's mm -hmm. really exciting. We've already seen so much favor and so much of the Lord on it since we said yes to doing it. And we're really excited. Come on. So that is www.kingdomrealestatenetwork.com. Am I right? Yes, that's correct. Awesome. Yeah, we'll make sure to drop that in the show notes when we do. And yeah, you can go there to stay connected with Melissa and Jonathan. If this is really resonated with you, if it's creating some excitement in your heart as she's been sharing that, then you'll want to make sure to go there, www.kingdomrealestatenetwork.com. Melissa, it's been such a rich and powerful time. Is there any last thing you want to share with the women who are listening to us? Yeah, um, I wanted to say... Um, you know, I think a lot of times one of the things that stops women, and I think this is like just a direct uh, attack from the enemy is, you know, we get caught up a lot of times in guilt or shame, um, either from our past or from like small things that we might do in certain moments, you know? So it's like, oh, this is what I wanted to do, but I didn't do it. Now I feel bad. So I'm not going to do anything or you know, I did this one way and I made a mistake or, you know, whatever that, that shame or guilt might want to come on you. And so, you know, I just really want to encourage you to, um, just immediately shut that voice down and like push past that and say, okay, that's fine. I can still pick up tomorrow where I left off, do it differently the next time, you know, like there's no, um, you know, it's not, again, it's not a wall. It's not a stop. It's just learn from it, move on. The shame and the guilt never comes from the Lord. So we just learn from it and we keep going. And I think if we can keep pushing past that, um, we won't get stuck. Um, and also just to remember to, um, cause I hear from so many women and I used to be this way. And my mentors would always say like, take action, take action, take action. <laughs> you, you won't get stuck if you just keep taking action. Like, but I don't, do like do anything do something do one thing in the direction of where you want to go and the worst case that can happen it wasn't the right move you pivot and you take another step 
Um, and so, so that we don't get stuck in, you know, that, that place of, of uncertainty or lack of clarity, um, you know, just keep moving forward. And, you know, sometimes it's going to be scary and feel messy and feel like you're not ready, but those are the things you do, you know, there's fear. That's okay. You, you move with fear and you tell it you're coming with me, <laughs> whether you like it or not, I'm doing this. <laughs> Aww. And you just keep going. Yeah. I'm That's excited hard. for the ladies listening. And just, you know, I just, I, I'm so, so grateful to even be sharing and to be speaking into other women. I don't take it lightly. It's an honor, a privilege, a pleasure. I just remember who I was, you know, even five years ago. And it's like, wow, Lord, you're so good in what you can do. And if you did it with me, and I can be where I am today than any woman listening to this can also. Thank you, Melissa. Would you pray for every woman here? I would love to. Oh, Heavenly Father, you're so good. You're such a good, good father. I thank you for every single woman listening to this. I thank you for their lives. I thank you that you've brought them here, Lord, that they're listening because you want to say something to them, Lord. I pray, Father, that everything they're feeling in their hearts and minds right now, Lord, that you would just um, continue to stir them up, Lord, continue to encourage them, continue to, to speak to them in their dreams. Um, Lord, remind them, Father, that the most important thing that they could do, Lord, is abide in you, to be in that secret place, to be at your feet and in surrender to you, Father, to be in your word every single day. And Lord, that everything, every good gift is given to them after they seek you first. And so, Father, I just pray for every woman listening, Lord, that they would do that first and then that their dreams would come alive and be awakened and that they would be stirred up to create an impact in the world around them, to carry out the gifts and the God-given dreams that you've put inside of them, Lord. I pray, Father, that they would find the perfect community of women to support them, to surround them to lead them, to guide them, to call them higher, to draw out the gold in them, Lord. Just connect them with the right people, the right teachings, the right community. Um, and I just can't wait to see the impact and the legacy that they're going to create, Father. All thanks to you and with you, Father. We love you. We praise you. We worship you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, gorgeous. Real quick before you go, if this podcast has blessed and inspired you in some way, the number one way you can thank us is to leave a written review for our show over on Apple Podcasts. It fills my heart with joy every time I hear from you and every time I see that what we do here has impacted your life in some way. So if you do that for me, I would be super grateful. The second thing you could do is take a screenshot of this episode or your review and go share it on your Instagram stories tagging me at the Sophia Latter. Let's bring on earth as it is in heaven together as kingdom women making millions. Much love and I'll meet you back here real soon.